Becky, and I'll be your host. Today's segments include actually finished, actually working, actually hand-dyed, actually stashed, and a couple of reviews. Welcome to 2018, guys. I hope that everybody had a restful holiday season and that your uh, your holidays were quiet and fulfilling and I hope that you got time with your family. I had a wonderful holiday season, lots of fun with the kids. I, I found myself wishing at the end that I had maybe scheduled a couple more days just playing board games in our PJs and <laughs> sitting around, but we had a great holiday season. We had a lot of fun with my family, my, my nieces and nephews were all here, and we hardly ever have all of the kids together, so that was a lot of fun. And I saw a couple of plays, and we saw some movies, and the kids took a ski lesson, and we did an escape room with my whole family, so we had a great, great break. And now we're back to the real world. So I wanted to do today um, a regular episode, and then in a week or so, I'm also going to publish a year in review, which I thought would be fun. I don't think I did one of those at the end of 2016, and it was kind of a fun way the year before to set, look back on all the things I had finished and then set myself up for kind of my knitting goals for the coming year. So that'll be coming out soon as well. But let's jump in. I've finished a ton of things since I last spoke to you guys, and I'm excited to share them. I went a little bit nuts with gift knitting, <laughs> kind of last minute too. I decided to do a couple of things for gift knits. I, I decided at the last minute, not the last minute, I decided in December, maybe end of November, that I wanted to do knit gifts for the kids' teachers. With one in high school, one in middle school, they have a lot of teachers. I usually do like a an Amazon gift card or a Starbucks gift card, and perhaps they would appreciate that more, I'm not sure, but I... I was feeling a little like nostalgic, like how many more opportunities am I going to have to do handmade gifts for their teachers? So I started out with a plan. Um, I bought these little uh, make-it-your-own tumblers on Amazon to kind of test it out. And so a picture, like a coffee tumbler with a lid, and then it's clear plastic and you basically knit a sleeve. The Scott NC does them as a kit and that was kind of where I got the idea. But the kits are very expensive because you get a whole skein of their beautiful yarn. So I looked around and I found something similar from Dollar Tree. And then when they got here I didn't like them. So I ended up going to Ikea and several years ago they had these great white coffee tumblers and the kids and I did stuff on them with paint pens and we gave those to the teachers for teacher appreciation and I have always wished that I bought more just because they do make a great I make tea out of them all the time here at home and they make a nice mug to put a, a cozy on because there's no handle so this year they had these really cute tumblers slightly smaller I think than the ones that I covered but they have kind of a, looks a little bit knitted, kind of. And I thought those would be perfect. And the kids and I made homemade marshmallows, and we made cookies, and we made hot chocolate on a stick, and we made uh, shower fizzes 
that are eucalyptus and peppermint that are really good for cold and flu season, the sinuses. So we made these little gift packages for all the teachers. So I ended up, I think, doing about 15. The used was Main Street by Tin Knits. I'm pretty sure that's a free Tin Can Knits pattern. I did a couple of these in the past. I have a couple of these myself that I really liked. But I thought they would make a nice, they're, you know, slightly cabled. They were very easy to memorize. And I surprisingly had a lot of different scraps and leftovers of DK weight yarn, which is what it calls for in my stash. I had some beautiful review yarns that I had gotten that I finished with those yarns later in the episode. But I had some Brown Sheep Company Prairie DK in gray that was called rain cloud and a pink that was called coneflower and I knit a beautiful hat out of those but had quite a bit of leftovers so I knit a bunch in those a bunch of pink ones a bunch of gray ones they turned out really pretty I had some leftover shepherd's lamb DK that was also a review yarn I used that in the toaf hat by woolly wormhead that I had knit and that was that cool hat that I knit with the Sideways construction and the short rows. Again, I had quite a bit of leftover when I summoned that, so I did a couple out of that. And then I had some leftover Nerdstring DK that was from my shrug, shawl shrug sweater that I had knit for Knit Nosh last year. And that was a really beautiful, I think it's her shade one of 50. It's a really beautiful soft gray. And so I knit a couple, I squeezed a couple out of the leftovers of that. And then I had some Adeline Tosh DK leftover. I've knit two sweaters out of this DK twist. First I knit my Burkett hoodie, and then I knit that DeShane pullover that I did over the summer and still had some yarn left over. So I think I ended up doing two out of that. But it was just lots of little bits and bobs that I had around the house. I had leftovers from my... Uh, Swancho. I don't think I ended up using any of that for this, but I just had lots of options and that was great. So I knit up about 15 of those and that was a big hit I gave them to the martial arts teachers too and all the teachers at the school. So I felt like that was a big success. The sample thing that I did with the sleeve ended up being my brother-in-law's Christmas present. So that worked pretty well as well. Then I decided pretty last minute to knit hats for a couple people in my family. Two of my brothers, I wasn't sure what I was going to give them for Christmas. And I decided my one brother works outside. My other brother just moved home to Colorado from Florida. So I decided a nice hat would be great for them. I got a $10 off coupon for Longmont Yarn Shop for my birthday. So I went in and Gail helped me pick out some gorgeous Malik Brigo. I don't have the colorway names, guys, but beautiful soft gray and then a beautiful blue. I thought about doing a couple more, and I guess maybe I'll just do that for next year for my other brother and my, my stepdad. I had knit him a hat not too long ago, but apparently it's a little on the short side for him. So I'm probably going to knit him another new hat because I think my mom ended up with the other one. <laughs> so that, that pattern I used was just a free pattern from Ravelry called 2 by 2 and it's just what it sounds like. It's um, 
just a two by two ribbed hat. I'm looking up the designer name while I talk. And then the decreases are clever. So the decreases end up looking really stylish and artful. And Anne, oh gosh, Gagnon, Gagnon, G-A-G-N-O-N is the designer's name. Again, free pattern on Ravelry. And it used up pretty much exactly one skein of Malabrigo worsted. So those were great. And I was really happy with how they turned out. Then there was this pattern collection that came out right before the holidays that I got super excited about. So I've knit quite a few things by the designer Suzanne Summer. It's Sosu Knits is how she goes in social media. And she put out a pattern collection in an ebook called Statement Knits. And they're little pieces of knitted jewelry. And I was really excited about them. Really great, great ways to use up little bits of things you have left over. She had these cute little triangle earrings and chevron earrings, lightning earrings, leaf earrings, and then also little necklaces, one of which was just sort of a simple triangle. And I just thought they were so cute. So I ended up knitting those for my sisters-in-law and my stepsister. And so I did one pair of the chevron earrings and I did several pairs of the triangle earrings. I really, the first pair of chevrons that I did came out a little on the big side because I was knitting on a size zero. And I think to get, I went, I ended up going and buying a size double zero needle just because I wanted a really tight gauge and a really sturdy fabric and I, and it also kind of made things smaller. So I knit three, four pairs of earrings and four necklaces and then I also knit myself a pair of earrings that are going to match my so faded sweater. I had a little bit of hedgehog left over and so so that was really fun. It's a fun collection. I would totally recommend that you guys check it out. There were some really cute things and again you could you could have so much fun with it because you could use all different things. There's a little brioche triangle necklace that I may try. A little brioche confidence builder. But uh, you can check that out on Ravelry for sure. Again, it's Statement Knits by Suzanne Summer or Sosu Knits. Then I finished a pair of a pair of socks for my husband's daughter. And so she wanted a pair of rainbow socks and I had bought some nitpicks Felici. I started these ages ago but they just never were top of the bag I guess and so I ended up knitting those mostly over New Year's. I knit pretty much all day day while playing board games with my nephew. My nephew likes Settlers of Catan and it's a really fun game. He got this expansion set though and oh my gosh just even trying to figure out how to play that game took us a large part of New Year's Day. So that was kind of fun to just sit and knit socks and hang with him and, and do that. That was a good time. And then the last thing that I ended up giving as a gift, there were two things actually. I had gotten that Brown Sheep Prairie DK as a review yarn and they sent me a pattern along with it for a hat called the Maze Hat. And I ended up knitting that hat. It's a really cute little color work DK hat. And I knit that up. It was a little bit short for my head. Maybe I should have gone up a size or just added a little bit to the, the ribbed section of the hat. But my cousin has a 
smaller head than me. And I decided that I would give that to her for Christmas. And then the other thing that I knit for her was a protest hat ornament. So I had over pink yarn from the protest hats that I knit earlier in the year. And she's a women's studies, she was a women's studies and political science major. So that was something that really resonated with her. So I made her a little ornament. Laura Neal uh, has a pattern collection out now of protest related patterns. And so that's where I had seen it. I haven't bought her book. I just winged my way through. I knit one for my cousin and I and the first experiment one that I was kind of doing to make sure I had stitch counts the way I wanted them and stuff, I ended up putting on my little hand knit tree. So that was kind of fun. The other little crafty thing I did for my hand knit tree was I bought myself a couple of the Katrinkles embroidery wood ornaments. And so now in addition to my little sweater that ran back, I have two little socks on my, my tree. I didn't add as much as I wanted to. So maybe this year as I'm kind of making progress, I'll make some more ornaments for that tree and have more to add to it. It's just a cute little, I guess it's probably a three foot tall tree that I keep here in my family room and it's got a few little things on it, but it could use some more. So those were the gift things, and there were a lot of them. And really in December, that's mostly what I was focused on. Um, and I did finish one major thing for myself, which I just can't remember if I talked about in the last episode. But I finished Chick Swancho. So this is a pattern by Boylan Knits. It's a DK weight color work poncho with sleeves. And I finished this right after Thanksgiving, which is what makes me think that it wasn't done the last time I talked to you guys. I knit this out of Craftsy Cloudborn DK. It was a very economical way to get the yarn for this particular pattern. And I'm very happy with it. Again, I paid three something for this yarn. So it knits up in my mind comparable to a Cascade 220. A little bit more rustic than maybe a more luxurious yarn would have been, but it was so affordable and I wore it, I've probably worn it 10 or 12 times already. So I really like it. It's very cute. The colors that I picked were not blatantly Christmassy, but there was a navy blue, kind of a jade green and a cranberry color. So that red and green-ish was nice during the holiday season. I wore it a couple times to holiday things and people commented on how cute and festive it was. So that was a big thing for me. The other thing that I think I finished, gosh, I can't remember if I talked about this last time either, was I ordered this goofy kit from Knit Picks during their sale. One of the days of their annual kind of Black Friday sale, they had all their kits on sale. And I I know I talked about the three kits that I got. So I got a colorwork sweater, a beautiful colorwork cowl, and then this Professor Meow sweater. So it is made of this yarn. Gosh, I'm gonna have to look at the name of the yarn while I talk to you guys. This yarn that is basically practically roving. It does have a nylon element. So there's a little bit of like a, almost like a nylon tube, but you can't really see that. I was out with my friend Emily and she was able to kind of see the nylon more than I could. I'm looking this up. Sorry guys. 
Wonder Fluff, it's called. So it's 70% baby alpaca, 7% merino wool, and 23% nylon. And the description says, Silky baby alpaca and fleecy merino fibers are blown into and caught in a lightweight tube of nylon mesh. So it's it's pretty much novelty. It's the softest thing I've ever knit with. So I got this little kit for this sweater called the Professor Meow sweater. You knit it in pieces, and then there's an intarsia cat on the front. And it's super goofy, but it's super comfy. It's like this big oversized bulky knit sweater that I can just wear around the house with pajamas or leggings or whatever. And I love it. And I don't care if it's goofy. I did wear it. Oh, where did I wear it? Maybe I just wore it at my parents the other day. I wore it in public the other day. I think it was just with my family. Um, but that was a really fun finished object that was for me as well. So that's a lot of stuff that I accomplished over December and the holiday period. And that is it for my actually finished. So we'll move on to actually working. Right this minute, I am working on my So Faded sweater. So this is one of the many Andrea Mowry fade kits. This is a pullover sweater in fingering yarn. My sweater is knit with some hedgehog fibers, uh, simple sock in the bounce colorway. This was a 2016 Christmas gift from my husband. It's a beautiful, bright, bright turquoise with a, you know, like neon chartreuse and some black. The second color that I used was a sock blank that I knit or that I dyed up with the kids when we did Easter this year. So it's got some chartreuse of its own and some turquoise and then some other blues and then a little bit of pale pink before I stopped using that one. I think this year... For Easter with the kids, I might do minis instead of sock blanks. I love the sock blanks, but I think I'll get more vibrant color if I do it on minis because you do certainly sometimes, at least I do, lose a little bit of color when you use the blank. And then the last one is a Wonderland yarns that I got. It's called Cheshire Cat, and this I got at Colorful Yarns. My colorway is called Mad Tea Party. And I, oh no, I'm sorry. Mad Tea Party was a, a set of um, a set of minis that I had from the same dyer. But this I got at Colorful Yarns and it's a beautiful blues and pinks and black and, uh, and a lot of white to the base. So it really does fade from very densely dyed and brightly colored at the top to more white at the bottom. And I made some modifications to the pattern. I know from the Yarniacs made similar modifications to hers. I had knit earlier in the year the Fetty sweater, which is a Vera Valimaki fingering weight striped pullover. And you knit it with A-line shaping. And I really like the way that sweater fits. So I did the same thing for this one. I just, once I separated... Um, the sleeves out, I just started to increase, and I just did two increases on each side, each underarm, with like every 10 rows. So that gave me some nice A-line shaping. And then I did knit it longer. The sweater, as written, is prob probably would be 16 inches long, I think. And I did a full 19 inches and then a 2-inch hem because I wanted this to be a little more flowy and tunicky and just cozy and fun. 
So, so I finished the body of this sweater last night and I am working on the sleeves. The sleeve cap has a cute detail. I can't remember if you guys will recall that I screwed this up when I first started it. So I cast this on in the round, which is not what you do. And, and I screwed up a whole, whole bunch of things. I just really did not read the pattern at all. But the sleeve caps on this sweater are in garter and that's really cute. So what I'm doing with this is the sleeve caps for garter and then the sleeves themselves will just be this Wonderland yarns. And I'm not gonna fade or stripe at all. And I think it's really cute. I think it's going to be a really cute effect. So I am hoping to finish this this week. I do think I have a very, I planned us a very quiet weekend. Like I said, I wished we had had more time to sit around in our PJs. And so that's what we're doing this weekend is just chilling out, playing games. We got a Harry Potter Battle of Hogwarts game that's a deck building game. Uh, this was another thing that I had found out about from my friend Emily and we love it. So we're going to play a lot of that. I think I can knit while we do it. And my goal is to hopefully finish this up this weekend, if not then this week. So that'll be my first major finished object of the season, which is exciting. The other thing that's been on my needles a little bit, and I need to get it to the point where it's separated the sleeves, is my heavenly sweater. So this is a really cute pullover sweater that I am knitting with some MJ Yarns DK. This is a pattern by Anka Strick and it is just a slouchy sweatshirty kind of a sweater. Uh, A-line shaping again from the waist down and it's got a cute little eyelet detail at the neck and the hem. Jonathan from MJ is doing a studio tour again today. He did one of these last year. I did not go today because I have not knit the yarn I bought last year. So I don't, and I have a realness when it comes to MJ yarns. So I did not go today, but last year when I went, he had these beautiful quantities of yarn that someone had canceled a wholesale order, and I was able to get these for a song. So I'm pretty excited about them, about the sweater. It's Persian Dreams base and it's a beautiful blue. And so that's one that I want to crank through and finish pretty quickly here as well, just to have another nice worsted weight pullover in my wardrobe. There are a couple of things that I am pretty excited to cast on. The first of which is my Skyway sweater. So you're going to hear a lot in these upcoming episodes about Boyland Knits and her beautiful patterns. The Sunset Highway sweater is a Fair Isle yoke sweater. It's fingering weight, has cute little elbow patches, and I picked out custom colors for this with Liz from Colorful Eclectic. So the main color of the body is going to be the custom color that she did for Knit Nosh. It's a beautiful turquoise on white speckle. And then I picked out with her three colors for the color work. So there's a dark turquoise for the yoke itself. And then the color work in that one is a speckle that is pink, yellow, and black. And the other is more of a solid, bright orchid pink. So I'm really excited. I want to get a couple of these things off the needles so that I can feel like, okay, I've 
not abandoned almost finished projects before I started, but I wanted to cast it on for my birthday and that was a month ago. So I am determined to get a couple of things done so that I can cast on my beautiful Sunset Highway sweater. And the other thing that really caught my fancy over the holidays was this little sweater that came out and it's called the Sock Arms sweater. So basically it's a solid body and then you use self-striping sock yarn to do the arms. I did order a couple of skeins of Biscotte and Sea over the holidays when I thought I was going to do those first round of mugs. And so I have this beautiful color that's butterfly something and it's like a turquoise and dark gray and white stripe that I think will be really pretty. So more about the other yarn for that in a few minutes. But those are kind of the things that are on my needles. Like I said, I'm just determined to finish this so faded sweater. I'm really happy with how it's turning out and I can't wait to wear it. Next up, hand dyeing. I have not gotten my dye pots out in quite a while and I had a couple of things that I was really excited about that I am going to dye some yarn for. So I saw a couple of really cute, bulky sweaters over the last couple of months. The first one is called The One. My concern here is that this actually calls for a super bulky, but I think it'll be okay in a regular bulky yarn. I guess we're gonna find out. Uh, but this is knit by, let's see, who's the designer? Josie Paquin, and it's from a collection called You and I Knit. And the one she's wearing in the picture, it's just this beautiful gray stock net. It's got short sleeves, so she's got a long sleeve t-shirt underneath it and kind of a turtleneck or maybe more like a cowl neck. And I just think it's adorable. And so I am going to dye up some gray. There was a colorway that I liked from an indie dyer before the break that was gray with neon speckles, very pale gray, and, and then bright, bright speckles, chartreuse and turquoise and hot pink. And that's what I want to dye. I'm going to dye up a little bit of extra so I can give it a little bit more length. I may go up a size on the sweater to account for the bulky versus super bulky. But I'm pretty excited about this sweater. And literally, even if I go up a size, I think it's going to be like three or 400 yards of yarn. Yeah, like maybe 350 yards of yarn. So I'm going to be able to knit that pretty quickly if I get the yarn dyed. So that is one that I'm really thinking about maybe even busting out the dye pots today to play around with. And then the other one is a Vera Valimaki that I have had in my library. So this is a Vera Valimaki pattern and it's called Dream Big. And I bought this pattern last year because I have some leftover Madeline Tosh home that I just am not sure what to do with. And then I still, I still just don't have enough. But this is a gorgeous bulky pullover with, I don't know if it's seed stitch and then a cable up the front. It's sampled in a beautiful gray, gray right? But I may have some fun and try to do one of the really great color blending that I learned in the um, craftsy class I took on dyeing the Sarah Air class that I took. I dyed up some fingering weight yarn that I haven't used yet that I wanted to do a cowl in last year. And I did electric blue and kind of layered them. And I ended up with this beautiful 
purple, kind of almost cobalty color. And I kind of feel like that might be a really beautiful color in this bulky weight and have the sweater. So same thing here, this 600 yards for a sweater. So I, I do feel like those could be a couple of just easy wins in my wardrobe for the winter and I would be really excited about it. So those, we'll see, we'll see. Maybe I'll get out the dye pots today and if so, there will definitely be pictures on Instagram and dates in the next episode. Stashed, I have a couple of things I got for Christmas from my husband and I can't find the name of it, but it was a Knit Picks kit that I had picked up for this cute color work purse. And so it's a whole bunch of Knit Picks palette and then it's a, a really cute sort of taupe style color work purse. So I'm very excited about that. I really can't wait to jump in and get started. I have a lot that I want to do this year, you guys. So so we'll see how I do with um, with accomplishing stuff. But And then some more craftsy yarn, you guys. So I have to say I was pretty pleased with the way that my swancho turned out with that very inexpensive yarn from Craftsy, from that Cloudborn, which I believe is their, again, their house blend of yarn. And New Year's Day, they had a huge sale again. 75% off or something on some of their yarns. So I was able to get some dark gray, 100% wool, fingering weight yarn for $3 a skein. So I ordered four skeins of that, which I think will actually be more than I need. So I ordered four skeins of a turquoise in a 100% in wool fingering that I think I will find a sweater I want to make and just have a nice turquoise fingering weight sweater. The second thing I ordered was a four skeins of a sock yarn. So it was wool and nylon. I think it'll be a little bit softer. It's a very pale gray, and that's going to be the body of the sock arm sweater, I think. I'm going to compare them both when I get it here because I do have sock yarn that would work with either one in terms of self-striping. So I ordered both of those. The, the one with the nylon, again, it was like $4.25 for a 400 yard skein. So I got one sweater cost $16 and another for like $20. And then their worsted weight wool was on sale also for three bucks a skein. And I have this pattern that I want to make. So I, I knit over the summer that Deshane pullover, which I like very much, but it is a cropped sweater and it's a little shorter than I would like. I do wear it. And I will wear it, but they came out with a longer version, and so now I want to knit that because I really like the look of this sweater, and I think I'll be happy with one that is actually longer. So this is a Quinson Company pattern, and the designer's name is Layla Robbie R A A B E. Gabrielle is the name of the paint the the sweater. And again, it's the same as this Deshane pullover that I knit, that, and it's worsted weight on size 10 needles. So I feel like I'm going to fly through it, and it'll be a nice wardrobe staple in a dark gray. So I was pretty excited, and again, I, I am always looking for economical ways to, you know, to add to my stash, and I think those will be really good. 
practical pieces to add. I'll let you guys know what I think of those yarns once they get here and I start to work with them, but I was pretty happy with the DK. I had a couple of quick reviews that I wanted to squeeze in here at the end. The first one is a product that was sent to me for review via the folks at Stitchcraft Marketing. So Euclid sent me a gift set of a couple of their fiber washes. So I was allowed to pick a large bottle of their No Rinse Delicate Wash. This is a half a liter of wool wash. And I picked the scent Grapefruit, which I'm pretty excited about. I really like it. I know some people like things with no scent, and they do offer a no scent option, but I, I don't know, I like grapefruit smells. <laughs> and then I also got a mini bottle here that's that would be like a travel size. It's 3.3 ounces, so you could travel with it too. And it's lavender, and I am a big fan of lavender these days. So uh, I'm pretty excited to try these out. I have not tried them yet. Euclid is new to me. A lot of times I use soak or I had been using the Bijou Basin stuff. So I'm excited to try this. It is a no rinse wool wash. So you can wash things and then uh, you don't have to put them through a rinse cycle. You can also use them in the washing machine, which I, I did do a load of hand knit socks last night uh, before this arrived. But I thought I might try washing my socks in it in the washing machine and see what I think of any of that. So just a little more detail on the Euclid wash. The delicate wash, again, I have here the grapefruit is my larger bottle. And it says it's scented using essential oil of grapefruit. It's natural antiseptic, which is beneficial in washing garments that lie close to the skin, such as hosiery, workout wear, bathing suits, and lingerie. It's a lanolin-enriched formula. And it's supposed to help condition fibers and keep static away. And I wanted to just walk you guys through the pricing because I feel like it's very reasonable. So this little bitty bottle of lavender that I got, it says here we'll do 20 hand washes, which I think is pretty great. And then the larger bottle says 95 hand washes or 33 machine washes. And that's only $13 for the bottle, which again, I think is a very reasonable price for something that you can use on your hand knits. They also sell it by the gallon, which feels like that would be a lot. 760 hand washes. I don't want to think about 760 hand washes, but I do feel like this will be a really nice thing to test out and kind of see what I like. Is it different? I'm definitely going to try with the um, socks in the washing machine and see how that goes. I do love that it's essential oil scented instead of synthetic fragrance. So I think that's pretty great. I will be back with updates on, you know, what I think after I've used it. They have a variety of scents. So like I said, I picked grapefruit and lavender, but they also offer eucalyptus, natural and scented, and then I believe there's a jasmine scent as well. But I I'm pretty excited to give it a try and I'll keep you guys posted. The last thing that I wanted to do a quick review on is a book that I bought myself after the holidays called Alternates. And it's a stitch dictionary. I have a nice collection now, frankly, of series. This one is all different types of color work stitch patterns. So I definitely have the color work bug, you guys. I'm pretty, 
pretty feeling it, frankly. I thought this was really cute. There's a lot of different types of stitch patterns in here, you know, different mosaic things, but then also like there's one with sheep and there's one with cats and there's one with dogs and monkeys and all sorts of cute little color work that you could add to a garment. Also some beautiful, you know, like florals and things like that. I would say there were some that didn't float my boat, but mostly I thought they were really cute color work motifs. And one of the things that I really like is she works them into several patterns. So the hat pattern that I have yarn picked out for that is bikes, and I love anything with a bike on it. So I have some leftover Madeline Tosh fingering weight and then a Freya gradient. And I'm going to knit myself a little bike hat out of that. It's called the bike beanie. Uh, she also has a cardigan. Not thinking I'm ready to try the cardigan, but there are great instructions in the book about steaking. So perhaps steaking is something that I am going to try in the new year, maybe with something small. And then there's a really cute pullover that has with a color work motif that kind of goes across the yoke and the sleeves. The one in the book I think is like skulls, but I thought, oh gosh, you could do cats or you could do bikes or, you know, as long as you work out your stitch count correctly, you could put any of the motifs onto this worsted weight pullover. So I'm sure that you guys will hear more about this in the weeks to come as I kind of work through a couple of these projects. There was a beautiful pair of mittens and I'm definitely also gonna knit the mittens. So more to come, watch this space, but this is alternate by Angel. It's an interweave publication. I bought mine on Amazon for $17.70, which for a stitch dictionary that also came with four patterns that I want to knit, very good value. So I wanted to just point that one out for you guys in case anybody is interested in that. And for the episode, you guys, a happy new year to everybody. I hope that everybody is staying warm in these bitter cold temperatures that most of the country is having. We're having really nice sunny temperatures here in Colorado, although probably too much so, and, and they're worried about drought here. But I hope everybody's staying warm and wearing their woolens and having a great transition back into the new year. I will talk to y'all soon, but in the meantime, thank you for hanging out and happy knitting.